Grant, O Lord, that through the written word and through the spoken word, we may behold the living word, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Poor old Moses. Well, what do you expect me to do? There's all these thousands of people, and they come up saying, we don't like the manna, we want some of the better food than this. We want some meat. And there's all the fish we had for free. And oh, the melons and the garlic and the gherkins. Oh, and the cucumbers too. Come on, we, you've got to find us something better than this. Poor old Moses. God has provided manna for them in the wilderness. Nourishing and wholesome. Comes fresh every day. Two days supply on a Friday so they don't have to work on the Sabbath to collect it. God has led them out of slavery in Egypt. They're on the way to being their free people. And what are they doing? They want cucumbers. I've had enough of this lot, Lord. I'm not their mother. I didn't give birth to them. They're your people. You sort it out. If this is the way you're going to treat me, right, finish me off. Just kill me and have done with it. He really threw his toys out of the pram, good and proper, at that point. He was stressed beyond breaking. And you know, that's not an uncommon situation for people in spiritual leadership. It happens to clergy, it happens to lay people as well. It happens when people just have too much and they something snaps. When somebody says... To a well, in Vicar Smith's time, he visited everybody in the parish twice a year. The parish was only 300 strong in Vicar Smith's time. It's now 7,000. But how wounding are things like that that lead people to think, I've had enough. I can't carry this parish on my own. I can't keep pushing this boulder up a hill. And every time I stop, it rolls back to the bottom again. And I can't cope with the lack of Christian joy. I came into this thinking this was going to be a wonderful experience of leading God's people and what happens, backbiting, criticism. A lot of this, of course, is in the mind, and it's often not as bad as that, but in the person themselves, difficult. That's how Moses felt. Well... God has a solution for Moses. I want you to take 70 elders among the people into the tent of meeting and we'll solve this problem because I'm going to take some of the spirit that I've given to you and I'm going to put it on them. Well, Moses thought, I've got to do what I'm told. So 70 people are chosen, 70 elders from among the people of Israel. They bring them out to the tent of meeting, the holy place, and God takes some of the put on Moses and puts it on the 70. And they prophesy. And they start to do things and think things and are able to be things that they weren't before. Well, I wonder how Moses felt at that. Probably great relieved to start with, but a bit later... What does it mean to share leadership with them? 
Does it mean that I don't get to have my own way? Does it mean sometimes they all decide something that I think isn't the right decision, but we've still got to go that way? Surely I've been put here to lead, therefore I still do it. And the same problem is true for people in Christian ministry in churches. As much as we talk about sharing ministry, often it's so easy to revert to the pattern of do what the vicar says. Because you see, in Christians, God's solution to overstressed clergy is a local ministry team. It's sharing the ministry of the whole church with the whole church. This diocese at one point put an awful lot of effort into growing local ministry teams. But occasionally some of them didn't work out terribly well. And often they didn't work out terribly well for precisely the reason that Moses might have discovered. That actually the clergy felt ill at ease sharing ministry. After all, this is what I was ordained to do. The ordination service is actually not terribly helpful in many ways. It gives incredible responsibilities and burdens, and we forget so often that it's as the Spirit helps us. Share the ministry of God's people. Share it among others. There, back in Moses' time, what we've got in that Numbers chapter 11 is actually an Old Testament Pentecost. It's in many ways similar to the Pentecost uh, event as recorded in Acts. The Spirit is shared. But the big difference between Moses' time and our time is that Pentecost, the Spirit is shared because Jesus Christ is risen, and it is the Spirit of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. The victory has been won. The gate of death has been broken down and the way into heaven to, to be with God is open. Neither clergy or lay in the ministry of the church have to strive furiously for fear that we will let somebody down, that people will go into a Christless eternity because we haven't visited, because we haven't done this, because we haven't done the other. The message of Pentecost and of the resurrection is the victory has been won. Our job is to see how that works out. There are some who would say our focus in the church is purely spiritual. We've got to concentrate on our relationship with Jesus. And there are others who say, but actually, we should concentrate on how it works out in the world, in Christian service in relieving need and suffering. And yet the two are essentially the same, because if you remember the parable of the lost sheep, which the shepherd goes out to look for the lost sheep, that actually when you find a lost sheep, when you work in the community and you're doing the work of the Holy Spirit, it's actually Jesus who has rescued that lost sheep. And so in doing that, it's encountering Jesus himself. So Paul reminds the Ephesians that the Holy Spirit has come to equip the saints of ministry, and that's you and me, to give us all that we need to do the ministry that we have been called to. 
It's taken the church, and particularly the Church of England, far, far too long to move from the vicar does everything to the vicar has his band of little helpers who helps him to realize that they're not the little helpers. They are the church. They are the ministers. They are those who are ministering in the Holy Spirit, that we are co-workers with Christ. Poor old Moses still had the rabble around. Now, actually, God solved this problem with them. And Moses wouldn't believe it. Moses said, where am I going to get meat to feed this lot? And God said, am I God or am I not? And caused a wind to blow and seabirds from the sea to come and die and land in great numbers, quails around the camp. And of course, there was a comeuppance for those who complained. But those who were most active in complaining ate far too much, far too quickly. And it killed some of them. The giving of the 70, the spirit to the 70, is held by the Jewish people as the foundation story for the setting up of the Sanhedrin. And you will read about that in the New Testament as well, but I'm not going to bother uh, with that uh, really at this point. We've read in our epistle of, of, of James that if anybody's sick among you, call for the elders among you to come and anoint them and pray. The church has always managed to interpret that as call for the parish priests to come and anoint and pray. It doesn't say that. It says the elders among you, they didn't have that structure. And the subversion of church order starts back in Numbers, back in that story of Numbers chapter 11. Because out in the camp, after the 70 had been called, and after the Spirit had come upon them and they prophesied, but they stopped, a young lad comes running in from the camp, breathless, doesn't go to Moses, Moses is the boss, but he finds Joshua, who they, he knows to be sort of chief right-hand man. Uh, uh, Joshua, Joshua, Eldad and Medad are out in the camp and they're all prophesying. And it's wonderful. We've got this prophetic revival meeting going in the camp at the moment. Uh, this is really tremendous. <coughs> Joshua's horrified. They haven't been given permission to do that. My Lord Moses, tell them to stop. And Moses says, not on your life, mate. I just wish every one of God's people was filled with the Spirit and could, and could minister in that way. And so when we read in James, you call for the elders to come and pray and anoint. No matter what the church's rules might say on it, God seems to have a different idea that the Holy Spirit moves often in ways that are outside the church's structure, outside the rules and the regulations. And part of the job of the church is to try and catch up and actually not constrict the work of the Spirit. Somebody asked Rowan Williams some time ago, um, what should be the task of the church? And he said, well, you go and find out what God is doing and join in. And the Church of England adopted, somewhat later than most people, the five marks of mission in the Anglican Communion. I was going to say, you should be familiar with them, but I won't embarrass anybody by saying, can you recite them for me? But the five marks of mission is to proclaim the good news of the kingdom. Tick. 
to teach, baptize, and nurture new believers. Tick. They have happened inside the church. To respond to human need by loving service. Who? Who by? To transform unjust structures of society. To challenge violence of every kind and pursue peace and reconciliation. Not sure we do that much inside the church. To strive to safeguard the integrity of creation and sustain and renew the life of the earth. Three out of those five marks of mission don't require it to happen in a church building or to be authorized by church authorities or for people to be given permission to do it. Because what has actually happened is that God has said to us, you have the equipment, the Spirit has come to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So what are you hanging about for? The challenge for us is to put it in place. The challenge for the clergy is to realize we're called to share ministry and sometimes to share it in a way that we wouldn't have wanted to do, left our own devices. But if we can learn those lessons, then we will see the work of the Spirit both in our congregation and in our community. Expect God to act. act. Sit light to rules. And wonder when the Holy Spirit is going to act next. Amen.